Welcome, welcome coaches, teachers, parents, and medical professionals. You are listening to Larissa Mills and my podcast at the table. I am the founder of iParentGen.com and today and every day we are going to discuss how families and schools are managing technology and raising children and teaching them. We are also going to listen to how technology is impacting athletes and their level of sport. So let's get to it. Stay tuned and please call in with your questions or join us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. But parents, you are not alone. There are courses, articles, and videos on my website. Please sign up for free. So let's get listening. Hello there, Miss Rochelle there from South Africa. How are you? Very well. Thanks, Larissa, for having me. It's so so good to see you again. And, and you're just about to eat supper, and I just ate my breakfast. Yeah, it's uh, just <laughs> after 4 p.m., so I'm, I'm actually just about to head off to gym before supper. Oh, <laughs> well, I am very lucky that we have Rochelle here today from FYI Play It Safe. Um, she's in Cape Town, South Africa, and we had this really lovely talk the other day, Rochelle, about how your, I want to call it your filter system that you've created. And I'm going to give you a chance to talk all about it. We have lots of questions because I think this is a great way for parents to really know what their children are doing on different media platforms. But um, you, you and were thinking about doing something with more parenting controls, but ended up with this and I'll let people share that with you, but it is it amazing to see how play it safe has been, I think it's going to be a game changer. I really, really do. And with your experience and your innovation and business based in your, your, um, your foundation and with your focus in technology and making it technology low risk, um, and your, um, degrees in industrial psychology, I think that your projects that you take on are really going to be meaningful within the schools. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to be here on this path going this way with you. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about you and why you came up with this specific um, technology? Like it's very specific. It is 100%. So, I mean, uh, firstly, I'm the mom of a 15 year old daughter, you know, teenager. So um, this means I, I understand the challenges of, of parenting in this world. You know, it's, it's completely different to the challenges that, that I think our, our parents had. Now, so she's also the reason why we started developing FYI Play It Safe. So when, she, when we started thinking of, of giving her a, a device of her own, um, I obviously did a lot of research on what was out there to help us in this journey. But I couldn't find anything that was quite good enough and anything that was available to us, you know, here in South Africa. So um, I also couldn't find anything that would tell us what was really going on um, in her call a digital life or, you know, online activities, but at the same time, you know, respecting her privacy so that, you know, she doesn't feel like there's spyware on her phone and, and we know everything and we'll you know, we read every message. So that's that's really how, how FYI Play It Safe was born, you know. And as you mentioned, I live in the most beautiful city of the world, I believe, in Cape Town. Um, but we're very excited that FYI Play It Safe we're bringing to all parents, you know, all over the world. So, um, yeah, so that's us. I think 
So anyway, thank you for taking the time because I know you and I have opposite schedules and it's really hard to book and, and <laughs> we've got meetings and everything today, but I, we knew how important this was to actually get this um, out there and talking to people about it. Um, we talked about online safety. So FYI, and I'm new to tech, right? I, I do more of the behavior and the psychology and the habits that are formed around tech, but you, you build the tech and design the tech. How does FYI work differently than other sort of parental control apps? So absolutely right. You know, when we started developing FYI Safe, we didn't just want to replicate what was there already. So let's start off by saying it's not a parental control app. So it's not the typical app that you go in and you set screen time and parental controls with content filtering. But FYI Play It Safe will tell you what is really going on in your child's online world. So it's a downloadable app that sits on your child's phone or on, a, on their tablet and it monitors all his or her online activity and it will then alert you when they're exposed to potentially dangerous situations. And these situations could include something like cyberbullying, depression, self-harm, suicidal ideation. You know, when they start talking to strangers or yes. potential online predators or when they engage in adult content, you know, such as pornography, sexting or any type of drug, drug abuse or use. And you said when we were talking last week, Something that really was very interesting. Um, you said that let's say it takes into consideration the context of which someone is, is talking or what it's seeing. And I thought it was really interesting because if someone says I'm sad, right? They're sad, I miss dinner or I'm sad, I'm just sad all the time. That artificial intelligence you're saying picks up the tones or the words, it's a word, um, database if you will is that right uh, absolutely so so this is where the fun part starts right because it's all built on, on artificial intelligence <laughs> and this is where i get really excited you know so so it's it's not as, as you rightfully said you know it's not any type of con control app so because technology changes so quickly and and apps get launched every single day the way our children communicate changes every single day. You know, we have to rely on artificial intelligence to, to pick up some of these things. So what, what FYI Play It Safe does is it, it looks at the child's phone and it extracts the text that is on the screen of the phone or on the screen of the, of the tablet. Okay, so, so without right here, going into... Let's say... Yeah. Say yeah. For fun. I'll just bring up WhatsApp. So yeah. if on the WhatsApp, parents, what yes. do is it'll take a screenshot. And if your child says, are, are we going to go? I don't know. I'll do something that I did when I was a kid. Are we going to put the alcohol in our backpacks before the dance? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. absolutely. And, right? and it picks up it. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you, when you get to, for example, drug phrases, there are so many different names for drugs, right? So it picks up, it picks up on not only the word, but also the phrase in how it's used. So have you oh tried God. or I'm looking to buy or, you know, so, so there are so many combinations and permutations of that. 
So it's not right, as you rightfully said, you know, it's one thing for a child to sit in the class and say, oh, math is so boring. I just want to kill myself versus them actually having, having suicidal thoughts. So it monitors what's on the screen and it, it analyzes it. And then based on the context of the conversation, it would classify that as suicidal ideation or you know, engaging in adult content or, or whatever the case may be. So we also use, um, you know, not, not getting too technical, but we use what we call natural language processing together with machine learning. So that, you know, also when, when, when the teenagers are talking in all their slang, we'll learn the slang and we'll learn the new emojis and immediately we pick those up as well. So if those things are used in context, I mean, we, we chatted about it the, the other day. I mean, our, our children send whole messages in emojis, you know, well, so it's no longer the way that we communicate. Shorthand at all? You know how they... Absolutely. TMW. Um, um, yeah. All these other different... I mean, I'm, I actually have an article yeah. coming out with all the different shorthands and the little different emojis that mean... Um, I was really surprised by the sexual emojis. It's oh, absolutely. Oh, there are lots of them. Yes, lots of them. Yeah. There are almost, there are very few of them that doesn't have a sexual connotation, you know? Right. Um, now, the other thing that we were chatting about, and I, I just want to clarify, because I'm curious too. Um, we were talking about online predators. So yeah. some of the things that I always warn my parents about when they come to me is if if some, I tell my children, if someone asks if your parents are home, right, that is a flag to me. That's a flag to them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Don't tell your parents this. Does it flag yeah. any of that? Because it's not. Uh, so anything. Absolutely. 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 Even, okay. e even if, if something like, so a lot of, a lot of predators, you know, one of the first questions they would ask is what's your name? I mean, your friends, if they, if they engage with you on WhatsApp, they're never going to ask you what's your name because they know that. They know, they know. They'll never ask you what your age is. You know, they, they, so there are phrases that online predators use, which, um, which your typical friends and family won't use. So we pick up on all those type of phrases as well. So things like ASL, you know, age, sex, language. Um, or gender or anything like that. that that's the typical things that, that predators would use. Or, you know, there are two things here. So one is, is the typical online predator and, and they target your child from that side. Okay. The, other side of, the other side of this is there are so many apps and websites that our teenagers nowadays use, things like Omegle, right? Which um, they yeah, talk to strangers online. Oh my gosh. This exactly blacklisted that app, correct? We did. We did. So so we distinguish between a priority app and that's something like a WhatsApp or a, you know, it's a typical in-game chat. It's those type of things where it is it is fairly above board because you talk to everyone on that. But um, and we distinguish between what we call blacklisted apps. So we believe that it doesn't matter what your child talk about or the context of what they're talking about. But if they even open that app, we want the parents to know about it because something like Omegle is, is real. I mean, that's a dangerous app. 
even more dangerous. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard of yik yak. No. So so yik yak is is. Can you spell it? Yeah. So it's y i k y a k. So it's it's yik yak. Um, it's, it's relaunched. Yeah. It's, it's relaunched a a couple of months ago and it's expanding quite fast. Um, and what that does is it, it also is, is chatting to anonymous people online, but it matches you to strangers within a five mile radius of where you are. So, so making that, uh, I mean, that should be a hunting ground, you know, if, if you look at a predator type of situation. That's horrible. That is horrible. I can't believe Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's sold as meeting new friends, you know, but it's one thing for, a, for an adult to use that and, um, and wa- wanting to meet new people. So, I mean, I'm an introvert. I will never use an app like that to try and meet new people. <laughs> but, um, but, but for children, I mean, having, having access to something like that and even worse is is if you look in the on the um, Play Store, it's it's rated as thirteen plus, so it's not it's not even an app that um, that is like eighteen That's plus and that you yeah. yeah. So you won't pick that up on 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 parental controls as an example. Children will be able to download that app. No, and so if I'm a parent and I want to use FYI, do I have to have a certain phone? So for so to monitor your child's activities, you need two phones, right? So you need the parent device and you need the child device. So the parent device at the moment, we cover Android, we cover iPhone because we've got an, an Android app and iPhones you can you can monitor through a normal web browser. So you can use your Safari or Google Chrome to monitor. For children's de- yeah, so children's devices at the moment, we only monitor on Android. Um, but we are in research phase for children's iPhone and iPad devices as well. So hopefully that'll be available soon. Great, 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 great. Now, we were, we were talking about um, the other day, when is the right time to get a phone? And I always tell my parents, if your family can pass these five questions, which is, are your kids in routines? You know, are your children able to communicate with you? Um, do your children follow their own? Do they have their, they know what they're doing with their chores? They have a good balance of friends. They have good family time and you don't have to, you're not, um, there's not any pre-existing issues right now than the family, then it's an okay time to introduce like a phase of phone. So would a pinwheel, would it be able to go on a pinwheel phone? Cause we advocate for a pinwheel phone. Um, because it's safer. If it's if it's Android based, it can yeah. go on the pinwheel. Yeah. If it's Android based, it can go on a pinwheel. Okay. All right. And then if we were talking about, let's go back to the things that I, I sort of got sidetracked writing. Um, all the things that the FYI tracks. So we tracks the profanity, the, the content of bullying, which is hard because there's six illegal forms of cyberbullying, which a lot of people don't. Yeah. And so it tracks and, and it covers both when you're it covers both when when your child is being bullied, but also when your child is the bully. So we always think that it's not my child, right? So my child will never do this. But it covers both sides because it does that sentiment analysis. Yeah, and it also covers hate and 
the um what were what was the other the other thing i'm trying to remember that you said so the the stranger danger online predators online it predators. covers depression it covers self-harm you know suicidal ideation if you if your child googles something like you know where should i cut myself so my parents won't notice or how deep is appropriate, you know, before I get really hurt, or something like how many sleeping tablets do I have to take to commit suicide? So any any of those those type of phrasing when it comes to because we we know right if if a child gets stuck in a bullying type situation, a lot of them, you know, a, a big percentage of them actually turn to self harm. It's scary. You know, and, and some of some of those children then turn to suicide. There's there's a huge connection between cyberbullying, self-harm and, and suicide, unfortunately. Yes. So that's the type of stuff that we really need to pick up, you know. It's one thing if your child uses a swear word every now and then, but this is the type of stuff that that yeah, this this is really the type of stuff that I'm passionate about and that we need to make sure that we know about. It really does in terms of when we were talking about sports and I was sharing with you that now the new thing to do after you, you lose a game or you win is the team goes on to an app or wherever social media and they're bullying the person who lost the game. Right. And you can't escape. Yeah. So this little boy, 10 years old, he missed a shot in overtime. The game was tied and he went home and he killed himself. And I think I think that's and that's exactly yeah that's that's exactly it right we we just had a case in South Africa a couple of months ago we actually had had quite a bad streak um, over the last four or five months with cyberbullying and and children it was it's oh strange but it was especially especially girls um, in the oh. age age of between twelve and fifteen who killed themselves you know a couple of them. Um, one of them actually was at a school, you know, in the in the school bathroom. So, um, so this is the, you know, again, this is this is the type of stuff that we need to look out for. So, if you if you can empower a parent with a piece of information that says, listen, there's something going on, and here's the screenshot of the conversation where your child is bullied. Right. You know, then it it empowers it empowers the parent to go and have the conversation because in the end, you know, if you, if you call, if you look at this extra layer of protection that we say, you know, you'll, you'll almost get into your child's head. Now, most, most of them go through a phase where, you know, they literally get stuck into, into their heads They do, and, and they have a lot of thoughts, but they don't talk about everything. And, and when they experience a tough situation, Sometimes it's, you know, they don't want to talk about it and they don't want to talk about it with their parents because they think their parents will intervene or the parents will interfere and the situation will get worse, you know, and, and this typically happens when they get bullied. Or the other thing that happens is, is when they encounter any type of sexual content, so pornography, sexting, those type of things for, for the first or the second or the third time, you know, they... They encounter it and they feel a lot of guilt and shame. You know, that's the first feeling. But at the same time, you know, they remain curious about this and they may actually actively start to engage with this further. Mm-hmm. You know, so when that and when that happens and they start feeling guilt, they start feeling shame, again, they go into their heads yeah. or 
they would maybe you know, contact a friend. It, it spirals down, you know, and, and that's where we, they need their parents to give them advice, but they don't know how to open the conversation. You know, so, so a lot of times if, if, if the parent is just must empower with this level of information that they can, you know, yeah. in, a, in a great and in, in a much easier way, they can mm-hmm. open the conversation mm-hmm. and they can see what's going on in their, in their child's lives. That makes it so much easier. So, so that's the, the basis, you know, of, of FYI Play It Safe is really about building the relationship because you have the information at hand. And you know what we, I think I've done, I think almost 50 episodes now, right, of this podcast. And every person that I've had on here all says the same thing. Number one job of a parent is to communicate. And educate the kids about phone habits before they even get a phone talk to them about how to be kind online how to spot bullying what different forms there are of bullying um how we how we can spot our friends being sad is where i kind of started with you know the other one um Mm. so Mm. education and talking and keeping an open dialogue not a monologue is key for kids because they just are afraid to go to parents because parents take strips off them and criticize them. And what that does is separate the relationship. And then that's what pushes them to go online. Right. Absolutely. That's spot on and talking and just, I don't care if you talk about purple pigs or baseball or bugs or food, but just keep talking to them and, make sure that you're their landing mat and make sure that they, you know, for sure that your child's going to come to you first. And that takes years to develop and build trust um, because we see it in sports all the time. And that's exactly it. You know, you, you see, you see your child online and, and you can either choose to react with a, listen, you're online again, you're on your phone too much. You know, your eyes are going to be square. Yeah. But but you can also choose to respond with a what game are you playing? Or were you chatting to? You know? Um and and in that way you actually get insight into the experience mm-hmm. rather than just using because there's a lot of information out there now as well that parents can just use as a stick, you know, rather than an opportunity to, to build a relationship. And that's really what we want. Right. And we and from my perspective. It's all about setting up screen time limits and habits from five to six, you're on your phone and then the rest it's done. No phones in the room because you and I both know nothing good ever happens after midnight for adults. But actually the new thing is nothing good ever happens after 10 o'clock in a child's bedroom with a phone. Um, Absolutely. New saying. So no tech in the bedroom. So if we're still following other guidelines to phone safety and healthy phone habits, children almost, if they're given those boundaries, they'll stay within those boundaries. But I think it's important to be aware and have access to their phone. But this is a good way to bridge it without invading privacy, but staying on top of it. But honestly, you should be communicating with your child anyway, and and knowing what's going on and having that relationship so they can come and speak to you. Um, Because that's exactly it. When they're little, it's called check-ins. 
mom, did you see the bird? Yeah. Oh, great. Mom, I got this from my friend. And then if they're five and six, then as they get older, 12, like mom, I saw a fight today, mom, this, this girl was so mean to this other girl today. And then, then it becomes mom. I have a friend. I think she's really sad and depressed and you want them to, it's, it's been gradual in our lifetime, but you want them to be able to be comfortable coming to you with anything and knowing that no matter what choice they make, you're still going to love them and what they're saying, Absolutely. you're still going to love them. And I don't think that's radiating as much today. And I think mm-hmm. this, this, um, software, or is it called software? Can I say software? Yeah. App. Yeah. Software, um, and app, whatever you want to call so it. Here's my big question. Cause I know, um, we both have to get going, but how do you think, or do you think FYI would help in the schools? So, I mean, we are looking at developing (laughs) absolutely so so directly um i think fyi play itself is is an is an app that we want everyone to use right so schools should as a minimum when when we look at devices bring your own device to school schools should have a policy that covers before your child comes to school with his device this is the minimum that we require them to have installed on their phone. And that should be, you know, it should be screen time limits. It should be parental controls. It should be content filtering so they can't watch pornography in the bathrooms. Um, and it should be an, an app such as FYI Play It Safe. You know, so, so that's, the, that's the first part. It's difficult to enforce that, though, you know, because, because a lot of parents... Um, feel that they're not tech savvy enough. So, you know, it's almost a, a question of, but I've had the conversation with my child. Um, they understand the risks and nothing will ever happen to them. You know, and that is the um, biggest mistake it is. we can make. I've obvious. seen it with my own daughter. I mean, this is my job, right? FYI, play it safe. Mm-hmm. And, and I can tell you a couple of stories, um, oh, oh. but obviously that, that would be in, invading her privacy. Um, if we if we look at it from a from a directly, what can FYI Play It Safe do for schools? So one, we do do webinars, right? So we do webinars in online safety. This is what it means. This is what you have to look out for. All those sorts of things. But we're also looking at expanding our offering to schools by developing a Windows desktop version that can go onto the to to the computers at schools and we're also looking to expand to chromebooks in the future it's not it's not there yet but we are looking at expanding to that wow because i'd really like a future my i i know we have the magic wand question coming up my vision would be that no phones no personal devices whatsoever are allowed in schools and because they're just not focusing they're not focusing yeah. even on themselves. They're not focusing on the teacher. They're not listening to their friends. And I think the disjointed learning now we're seeing test scores drop. We're seeing attendance drop. We're seeing their anxiety heightened by the end of the day because they've made 180 texts by the end of the day. Um, so there's really no place for it. And I know parents feel they want to be connected to their kid during the day, but actually um, in some of the shootings in the States and some of the safety guidelines from a police officer, they're saying it's best not to t- talk to your child during stressful moments because they, they need to listen to the person in the room because the person in the room has the eyes and you don't. 
Um, and for hundreds of years and thousands of years, children have gone to school and very few, <laughs> you know, um, go missing or whatnot. And now, as I was telling you the other day, it's safer for your child to walk to school than it is for them to be on a phone in a room. In the room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and just to that point, Larissa, I've, I've seen it with my own child. Yes, the more involved she is in, in her schoolwork, the more involved she is in her sport, in her cultural activities, yep. the less screen time she uses. Yep. So I've seen her, you know, and, and the more her grades increase. Yes. You know, because that, that's happen. the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So so they're just more engaged when they when they're at school, when they're focusing, when they're at an activity and they it's it's mm-hmm. a mindset, right? It's it mindfulness, mindset. it's it's being in the moment. Yeah, and it is so imperative today, I think more than any other time we've really seen our own the pandemic be our own experiment that children don't do well when they're glued to tech. Their moods change. Yes. Their level of activity changes. They become, they start grabbing sugar and then they're lazier and they're moodier and they don't want to participate and they need that socialization to build their, um, their confidence and their, their, even their language skills are falling behind. Right. Absolutely. Crazy. Absolutely. I, Mm I, I hope that this, your product should be in all of the schools. I'm hoping because we are a Chrome based educational system here right i would love that's what that's what we would love to do we'd love to do that yeah but i think you know from from our development perspective you know we're trying to to get it onto iphone and as soon as it's onto iphone the desktop versions will will definitely follow oh i think that's awesome well i'm going to wrap up here on the parent talk today um in conclusion uh parents and teachers and coaches uh at least look at FYI, play it safe for your teams and for your school and for your children. Um, Rochelle, do you want to leave like three tips to keep kids safe online? What would you use? Um, you like to add? So, so for me, so online safety is a holistic concept, right? So we shouldn't see it as I set a screen time limit or I set a parental control or I have a conversation and and one of those will and one of those will be the silver bullet. I think it's a holistic concept, and we should use this whole ecosystem for online safety that can help us. So, from the teachers who spend time with our children to cyber wellness ex- experts who educate parents and children about the topic, we should talk to our children. And I think that is we said it so many times, you know, in in this last conversation. That's the number one. Um, number two is, and as I said before, when your child's online, engage with what he is online with. You know, don't don't engage with a stick and and give him you know give him hassles because he's online. But try to figure out what's the content, who's he talking to, mm-hmm. what they're talking what about, they um, what 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 game what game are they playing? What is this online friend? Where does he live? You know. Mm-hmm. And really get into the detail of their online worlds. Um, then, you know, most devices, if, if you do give your child a device, most devices have you know, parental controls and oh, filtering no. systems built into that. Use those, you know. Uh, Google Family Link, as, as I said to you, that's a free app. I use it on my daughter's phone. 
um, together with FYI Play it Safe. It's free. It's easy to install. And then oh, lastly, right. it you know, the, yeah, it's free and, and it's very, very easy to install, you know. Yeah. And then lastly, it's don't be afraid of, of technology and, and stick your head in the sand because you're afraid of technology. You know, ignorance isn't bliss. When your children are online, it really, they are at risk. So, I mean, mm -hmm. sign up with, with FYI Play It Safe. I mean, that's my, that's my main message today. Um, our teenagers are smart. And if they mm -hmm. want to get around a parental control, they, can. they will get around a parental control. Trust me, you know. Mm -hmm. So it takes 10 minutes to set up. It's three easy steps. And it costs less than a Netflix subscription. You know, so that's yeah. FYI. It's a no-brainer to me. To me as well. Yeah. Now, how can people get a hold of you and access this? And don't do we have a code to give them? So we do. So awesome. you go to www.fyiplayitsafe.com. Um, and there's, there's obviously the contact page where you can send us a message if you need to get hold of us. Um, you can also email us on admin at fyiplayitsafe.com. We're very active on both Facebook and Instagram. So follow our pages. You know, we, we publish things. You know, we, we do like really educational posts on an ongoing yeah, basis. That's how I found you. And then for everyone, for everyone that, that signs up, um, use the iParentGen code um, for a 10% discount to any of our packages. Um, and yeah, I, I really hope we can get some good feedback. I mean, get in touch with us and tell us what you think of the product um, and share some, share some personal stories because, you know, in personal stories that parents yes. share, there's yes. education for all of us. So please reach out and, and share some stories. Well, thank you so much, Rochelle, for being here today on the Parent Talk and for enlightening me and bringing this to all of the children to keep them safe. I hope we can keep sharing it everywhere um, around the world and in schools. And I think it has a real place um, and it has a real added protectional layer to it. Um, as I actually think in some ways it might be better than a control app in and of itself, um, right? Because uh, you can see a little bit that's, more. That's, right? yeah. You know? That's exactly what, what we believe and, and why we developed FYI Play It Safe in this way, you know, because you want to make sure that, yes, you have a control, mm -hmm. but, but, you know, if they get around it, we in any ways want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. you know? So that's the, the key message. So thanks, Larissa, so much for, for having me here and for yeah. being able to talk about FYI Play It Safe. It's really exciting. Well, we are going to have you back because there'll always be new developments, right? Fabulous. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rochelle, for being here today. Thanks, Larissa.